A new study from Farm Advocates shows nearly a third of all farm operators in New England are 65 or older. Of those older farmers, just over 90 percent don't have anyone working with them who's under 45. Clearly, this spells a problem for the future of farming in the region. Chris Coffin is the policy director at Land for Good, one of the organizations that conducted this research. Coffin says her group asked farmers without succession plans what they needed. The answers, perhaps not surprisingly, um, were we need help thinking this through. A, a succession and, and what's going to happen, it's a, it's a big subject. It's complicated. It has tax implications. It has family implications. Who are you going to leave your land to? Is there anybody in the family? Lots of questions that you don't even know. So what we learned from talking to farmers about it was, one, Farmers are all over the place in terms of retirement. Some want to die with their boots on. Some would like to actually retire early and um, do something else for a while. But those that are looking for a next-generation farmer need help finding those young farmers. So what do you do as as an organization? How do you help older farmers find that next generation, those succession plans? Land for Good does a lot of that work already, does a lot of coaching of older farmers to help them think through what their options are, to help them find a younger farmer. But what is also needed is some more policy tools. So in New England, every state has farmland protection programs. And having those programs be well-financed is hugely important because Allowing farmers to sell their development rights for their land so that their land stays in agriculture permanently gives them an influx of cash which they can use for retirement, that they can use to help make that transition, and it helps reduce the cost of that farmland for a young farmer wanting to come in to buy it. Does it take convincing also of of those older farmers to go into a program like that rather than perhaps sell their land for other kinds of development that might bring them even more money? What we learned from these focus groups is that most farmers, in fact, all of the farmers who were in our focus groups, wanted to see their land stay in farming if it was possible. In some cases, it's not possible because there's not money for sale of development rights. Some farmers are a little skeptical of government involvement in that decision making. Obviously, when you make these arguments to uh, state or or federal officials, you're vying for an interest uh, along with many other interest groups from from all over uh, different areas and issues. What's your argument for states to invest in farmland protection rather than any number of other things that uh, states spend money on. What's the rationale? Because of the multiple benefits that farms and farmland provide. These farmers that are retiring, this 30% of New England farmers, own more than a million, it's like 1.2 million acres of farmland. That has huge environmental benefits. And if that land went out of agriculture into developed uses, there would be environmental implications. In terms of the economic benefits of agriculture, those are pretty well documented um, across New England in terms of jobs. And then, you you know, go on through the cultural uh, and social aspects of small communities and farms being the sort of bedrock of those communities, plus the recreational benefits, and that's particularly true in more rural areas, that farmers are allowing hunting, fishing, 
snow machining, um, you name it, in terms of those recreational benefits that would disappear. There's also, uh, in your study, you found a a declining number of young farm operators, uh, which you defined as people under 45. Is that due to a lack of interest in farming from young people, or are there other factors there? There's a lot of enthusiasm. And what's good news for New England agriculture is there is a great deal of enthusiasm amongst younger generations of getting into farming. Where the rubber hits the road is as these 20-somethings become 30-somethings and you start to have to deal with families and financing and whether or not to actually buy farmland and settle down, that's where it seems to be harder. And so that's where we as consumers need to be do more to be buying local and supporting farmers. But again, at the state and federal level, we need to be thinking about what more we need to do for that demographic. Chris Coffin, Policy Director at Land for Good. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me.